0: I fear the world that my daughter is going to grow up in because I feel like I have no idea what it's going to look like. Like, it doesn't feel like it's going to look like anything like what I'm used to or accustomed to. And I think about some of the things that my dad taught me growing up. And I think maybe this is a common thing that you think, you know, what's going to happen. And you tell your kids and try to prepare them for life based off of, you know, your experiences growing up and then you realize oh no it's not that at all or they do one or the other somebody eventually realizes it but like I don't know I've been seeing all of these videos for the last few years and it's becoming more and more prevalent this idea that if women are confident If they believe they're attractive, they are. If they say they are attractive, they are. And to say that you are less than perfect, that you're less than a 10, to say that you're not beautiful and you're not a bad chick and you're not, you can't have every man, means that you must be depressed and wanna kill yourself. Like it's only one or the other. Yeah, I know for anybody who listens to me on a regular basis Like, that's my trigger. Oh, these polar opposites, that's my trigger. This is not balance. You know? I used to laugh, but it is really true because people said that by ruining and ending the thought process, the experience of bullying, we have created this soft-ass world where everybody can just be whatever they want to be. And nobody wants to actually be living in truth. And I believe it. I think, I'm sorry. I know nobody's going to be happy about it. But like, uh, I think bullying had a relevant place in society. They say there's a time and place for everything. I think there is some time and place for bullying. It's made people weak. Everybody weak, everybody soft, and everybody think that they can just be whoever they want to be. Because they sin. I feel like I'm a rainbow and so I am one and you're like you can't be a rainbow because you're a person and they're like don't you shame me don't you tell me what I can't do and I'm like what anyways it's interesting to observe what's happening right now like women have moved up the spectrum in attractiveness like there's no such thing in a woman's mind as an average woman all women are fine all the way up until the point where she upsets you now at the moment that a woman upsets you or she steals your man all of a sudden you know the the bewitching turns off, and now she ugly, and she a hoe, and she a home and all of that sisterhood stuff and feminism goes straight out the window. Because this girl could literally be a church girl who, innocent, was a virgin all the way up until the day she met your husband, and all of a sudden, you and all your friends are like, she's a hoe! And she ain't even fine How does? She, well, how could you cheat on me With this And I'm sitting over here laughing like I don't understand how this, this Makes any sense It's no slut shaming All the way up until she's still your man And it's every woman is beautiful All the way up until the moment That your husband leave you For another woman I don't get it I don't get it. But that's the way this whole thing crazily works. And you know, reading this book about feminism is crazy. Like, the book's called Subverted. I don't know. I probably mentioned it before. But like, it's very interesting because you see all of these modern stories, all these modern beliefs that women have are written down on paper where they're like this is old like we've been doing this since the 70s this has been a thing we have been instilling into the minds of women for generations and i'm just sitting over here blown away like i have no faith in humanity because when you tell me that you know 60 years ago You planned this and started teaching women this and now we are at the point of regurgitation where people just say things by default without thinking about it. I'm blown away like, well, I don't know how we're going to get any better if this is the response and the effect, you know, during the time frame where feminism first came out, there was actually a lot of people who had pushback now, there is no pushback. Everybody just fall in line. The real bullies nowadays aren't the bullies of the old. The bullies nowadays are the people who tell you that you're not allowed to think for yourself. You're not allowed to make decisions on your own. You're not allowed to go against the, the majority. That's the new bully. The new bully is these New age feminist women who are saying that we are supposed to be free and the most important thing to us should be our jobs and our careers because it's not good enough to be a wife. It's not good enough to be a mother. It's not good enough to join some women's organization that's about, you know, being family oriented. It's not good enough to be in some tea club. I have to work because if I don't have a job, I have no purpose, which is mind blowing. And when a woman comes along that says, I wanna be traditional and I wanna take care of my husband and I wanna make him feel special and I wanna cook and clean and take care of my kids and not have a job. And I wanna dress, you know, more traditionally and I wanna treat myself in a traditional fashion and treat everyone else in a traditional fashion women are like blasphemy and I'm sitting over here like what I thought all women were supposed to be able to choose their own you just told this woman that she can tell herself that she is finer than Beyonce even though she was born a man and she's 350 pounds make it make sense I'm just saying if that woman is entitled to her opinion and her choice of what lifestyle she's living and her identity why isn't the other one I just want to know where does the line get drawn that's what I'm saying These, this the new bully it's interesting to me it's interesting to me because and I remember seeing this in high school you'd have a girl that was extremely unattractive in my personal opinion and i'm only telling you my opinion she's extremely unattractive this guy over here is handsome and i'm judging that even further based off of the fact that this man gets all the women in the school like every girl be on this man tip and i'm hearing her say stuff like he ugly And I'm like, really? Why do you think he's ugly? But now I'm seeing that become the actual trend. That to be a handsome man is much more complex than it is to be an attractive woman. In a woman's eyes. Because for whatever reason, women all say, you know, you can do better. There's plenty of fish in the sea. You deserve a great guy and all of this other stuff to everybody, like every woman no woman is ever told like, no one is ever gonna want you you know hey, you should probably take what you can get cause, it's funny to me cause when I watch these traditional Asian films, when I watch these traditional Eurasian films, when I watch these traditional African or Jamaican films, you know, it's kind of like the idea, like, we don't see too much of this in in Western culture, but, you know, to give you some idea of what I'm referring to, if you watch The Woman King, this is what I'm talking about, first off, and that, was, that title was triggering to me, because I was like, that's weird, but alright. But anyways, the fact that her father or the man who's raising her basically tells her, like, you ugly. Nobody going to want you. And, like, every other day is trying to get her married off. Because the reality is most of the dudes in town don't want her. It's very similar to that. That's a concept you see in other cultures constantly where they're like, mm, we should probably find somebody for you because... Well, don't nobody really want you in western culture that doesn't exist also in western culture the goal is for everybody to want to fuck you the goal is not for someone to want to marry you and also our culture is based off of temporary gain and not permanent gain so if a man proposed to you but don't marry you you still feel as special as a girl who was married which is nuts If you marry a guy and then he divorced you or you divorce him, you still get to brag about yourself like, oh, I'm special. Cause I met this man who's rich and he married me and we were together for five years. I mean, he cheated on me the entire time and then I divorced him because I got tired of getting cheated on and now I'm out here and I've been out here for five years and I still ain't found another man who wanted to marry me, but I'm the best thing since sliced bread. That's how Western culture is other coaches are like um ma'am you are 27 and you have yet to be proposed to you will die alone (laughs) and i'm like whoa yet again the question of polar opposites is crazy but like men are like seen with a fine-tooth comb it's so much more critical now in our society you know i i look at what was considered like attractive as a man 30s 40s 50s 60s 70s and it doesn't really change that much the lens becomes a little bit more diverse as you get further and further away from time frames of jim crow and racism and slavery but as it pertains to women we go from you know what's the girl's name I, I'm not even gonna say no names cause I'm gonna say something and then somebody gonna be like this nigga stupid but yeah, but really though like if you look through time you have these pretty petite well put together women As time progresses, you start to get women who are a little bit more busty, a little bit more body to them. Then you get into our modern, you know, Generation X, Generation Y, Generation Z, and they get a little bit bigger. So you start getting the celebration of women who are BBW, which I always thought was funny because they're rarely ever built bad. They're like, oh, look at this. The first... BBW model, and I'm like, and she's still shaped like a Coke bottle, though. She's a bigger bottle, but she's still shaped like it. She's shaped like that palm bottle, you know, the pomegranate juice. She's shaped like that. But she still ain't built bad. And she's pretty. So I'm always like, uh, these ideas that y'all try to be portraying about models, it's still staying the same. It's just a bigger car bigger model but when it comes to you know these nowadays that's what's funny it went from pretty and petite to big then it went to a man who is dressed as a woman and i'm like we're going further and further away from what men think is attractive And closer and closer to what women normalize. It's it's weird. It's weird. I don't really know what's going on in the world. And that's why I'm afraid for my daughter. Because I'm like, what types of experiences is she going to go through? Who is she going to be? Is she going to be like me? And be having all of these questions and concerns. And looking at the world like what is happening. Because considering how similar she is to me now. I think she might. And she going to be just frustrated and confused. I assume. Just as I am. Because I mean I have a hard time ignoring this stuff. I have a hard time not. Finding it interesting. While also going. You know, this is frightening. Like all of the crazy stuff that goes on in the world and all the stuff that people post on TikTok and Instagram. I feel like I'm at, you know, some nature resort where you can go out and be right there with the lions. But I'm in a truck with cages like I'm not really safe. And this is exciting and cool that I can be this close to nature and these lions can literally just walk right by me close enough that I could touch them. But I ain't lying if, you know, this lion is close. I am completely frightened and worried that at any moment anything could go wrong and I could be dead. And that is exactly the way I feel when I look at all this crazy stuff going on. Because I'm like, what is the effect of that? I mean, from my perspective, it's pretty straightforward. What it seems like would happen. Number one, you're going to normalize all kinds of crazy stuff for men. So the next generation of men isn't going to separate women from men who believe they're women. And so now you're going to create this contest between men and women that's gonna be very strange. And keep in mind, this is all theory. I have no idea if this is really gonna happen, but that's one assumption I would have. Also the expectation, which I'm pretty sure is already in the works that at some point in time, you won't have to specify what you are on a birth certificate or a driver's license or on an application, you know, there will be no genders, there might not even be ethnicities, I don't know. But as it pertains to like dating, it's going to become normalized that you should be just as comfortable dating a woman as you are with dating a man who believes he's a woman. Or really whatever else is out there because we are getting into trans everything now and I think that for the heterosexual you know (laughs) normie cis version of whatever the future looks like I'm I, I have a theory that I've been saying for a while which is that the pendulum tends to swing. Because the reality is, in a polarized decision, the pendulum must swing in the opposite direction. Again, not taking credit for this, because my brother is the one who told me, and I just continue to build upon the idea, because I'm a rabbit hole type of guy. You tell me something that makes sense, and I'm going to like extend this as far as my mind can go. But the reality is multiple generations of people, especially as it pertains to women over the course of Western culture, Western civilization, have been swinging this pendulum as far as they can go. And so my expectation is that probably by the time my daughter is old enough or maybe the generations after her to start like really actually dating. Things are going to flip. Traditional relationships are going to become popularized again. The idea of a woman being taken care of and taking care of her guy is going to become popular again. Not because it's fun. Not because it's cool. It's just going to be because it makes you a better candidate. At some point in time in the future, there's going to be so many new age feminists focused on my career, focused on myself, what I want. I don't care about anybody else. I don't care about my boyfriend, my husband, my girlfriend. I don't care about kids. I don't care about nobody. It's all about me. It's all about what I want. That's going to become so common that the woman who is completely unconcerned with herself, And her own selfish needs and desires is going to be like a hot commodity. The woman who goes, oh yeah, I like to cook and clean. I like to go to the gym, stay in shape. I want to get married. I'm looking for a relationship. I am not traumatized by my past. I am not traumatized by not." Being raised by one of my parents, I'm not holding on to all of my problems. My goal isn't to get a bunch of degrees and get a job. My goal is to raise my kids and have a family. That's going to, because that's what men want. Flip it however you want to, but I'm trying to tell you, the majority of men, when you start saying, I want to do for you, you know, I'm just saying, it's it's something that would be popular. It's something that people would latch on to, that men would latch on to. And so, if you pay attention, women tend to move in whatever direction becomes more attractive to men. Now, again, the pendulum always swings way too far. And that's when people start moving in the other direction. Because just like women say now, I don't dress like this for men. I don't do this for men. There is no logical answer that you can tell me. That makes sense as to why you're doing body augmentations if you don't want men to be impressed by it. I'm sorry, you can't tell me that. It makes no sense. Because the reality is, at some point in time, the point was to be able to find yourself more attractive in the eye of a man. Now, you, at this present time, might be so far into your feminist beliefs This new generation probably isn't doing it for men. But the reasoning in the beginning was that you are simply copying what they did and trying to tell yourself it's for a new reason. You are entitled to that belief. And so same thing is going to happen with women in the future. They're going to start saying, oh, no, I'm not being a housewife. I'm not being domestic. It's the same thing that's happened before. It's the reason why we're at the point that we are now, because at some point in time, women said, I don't want to do this just to please my husband, just to please my kids. I don't want that. I want to be more than that. But for that time frame, however long it lasts, 10, 20 years, That's going to become the hot commodity. Now, for those who don't believe me, I'm I'm going to give you an example real quick just to show you what what I'm talking about is true. At one point in time, almost every woman was traditional. Whether it was by force, because society said you're supposed to, or because they actually believed in it because of religion or because of what they were told, morals, whatever. Being traditional was extremely common. Being domestic, being submissive, being a housewife, this was a thing. At one point in time, it was a thing, period. Women requested it if they didn't at least want it. As we move closer to the modern age, it changes. Because women no longer really want it. Now they're doing it because they feel like they have to, because there are all these rules and laws that are stopping them from being independent. And so that's why you see in certain times in the past where if a woman didn't really have too many options, that was the only time she really did anything like sex work. Two, three, four, five kids. My husband died. Haven't been able to find a new husband. Gotta do what I gotta do. Husband divorces me. Gotta do what I gotta do. You know, you're talking about the time frames before alimony and child support. When you move closer to the modern age, there is a transitional period where women who were traditional became boring. I'm going I'm to give you two examples you could look up on YouTube easily right now and see that I know what I'm talking about. Number one, traditional women started having an issue with the fact that they kept getting their man stolen because there were loose women. And so that's why we have all these words now, because that became very common for a woman who wasn't a sex worker to be willing to dress in a way that appeased men and to seduce your man. Out of your house, out of your bed, and into hers. And so the idea of being traditional started to die again, as I said, because it's all about what is attractive to men, at least in the beginning. Well, now that we're pushing this whole idea of abortion and we're pushing the idea of birth control, oh, you can just have sex. Well, because of that, men want it. So when you got this woman over here who's traditional, who's prudish, you got this woman who doesn't want to do anything, who doesn't want to have sex except to have a baby. And you got this other woman who dresses provocatively and talks to you crazy and lets you do what you would want to be doing with your wife. Well, this becomes more popular. Well, what do women do? They say, well, I'm going to do what these other women are doing because they're getting attention. If you pay attention to teenagers or you watch any coming-of-age movie, that's the reality. Even if the older generation doesn't, the younger generation always follows whatever trend makes women more attractive to men. So they say, well, I'm going to do this. If you look at the at the end of this transitional phase, you now get to the point where very few women of the new modern generation want to be traditional. The idea of sex out of out of before marriage is common. babies out of wedlock becomes common. You know this new idea of the teenager. And the new idea of experimenting in college becomes extremely common to the point that it's almost required. It's definitely expected. Well, then you start having conversations like the fact that, oh, white women will suck dick. Black women don't. Don't believe me? Look it up. Watch old movies. Watch old comedies. If you watch Chris Rock and Jamie Foxx throughout the generations, or pick any other comedian who's been around for generations, at one point in time, that was a thing. White women would suck dick. Black women don't. Then you move closer to the modern generation. They start talking about how white women would do all kinds of stuff. White women would do anal. Black women don't. Now you look at the modern generation and almost every other song you hear from a female rapper is talking about eat the groceries. Because that's what continues to happen. You can't compete in the market of being attractive to men if you're not willing to do what other women are doing. It used to be very common For a woman to say. If that hole over there do it. Go get her. You know. what, What you won't do. Someone else will. Used to be a thing. Now it's becoming less and less of a thing. Because everyone wants to be competitive. So. Back to my theory. At some point in time. The pendulum will swing back the other direction. And now that all of the women want to be provocative, want to be sexually active, want to be out here chasing that Cosmo girl sex in the city life. Well, what's going to make you the most attractive? Because the girl who says, I want a relationship. I wanna be with you, I wanna spend my time with you, I wanna be up under you, It's gonna be more attractive than the girl who is too busy to call and text. Wants you to spend all your money on her, wants you to fly out. That's not gonna be as attractive as the girl who says, I'll come spend all my time with you. My priority is you, my priority is our future. It's going to happen. Now, my theory, because, again, from what I was saying before, this is a generational gap. So when you look at our mothers and grandmothers and great grandmothers, their biggest enemy was the younger generation who was a little bit more comfortable. That's why you see like Pamela Anderson, for example, is a great example of that. This older man with a younger woman who's a little bit more free than the older women are. This becomes very common. The idea of a older woman losing her man to a younger woman has always been common. Because the younger woman is a little bit more attractive. She has her youth. She has her beauty. She has her in a sense, she's a little bit more wide-eyed. She's a little bit less traumatized. A little bit less jaded, a little bit less frustrated with life. But on top of that, she's a little bit more free. Or a little bit closer to what men actually desire in that time frame. So all of the women nowadays who are very career-minded and very self-driven. The funny thing is there's this belief going around right now that you should chase your dreams when you're young and you should settle down when you're old. And I can't sit up and, you know, talk crazy cause I'm experiencing it myself. When I was younger, I wanted to run around and have a good time. That's what they tell you. And when you get older, that's when you settle down. That's why I disagree with all of these guys, the manosphere, because that's what they keep telling all these men. Have a good time. Chase money. Focus on your career when you're young. And when you get old, that's when you'll have all the women because they'll all want you because you got money. Of course, that sounds crazy to me because that sounds like, oh, so you want a gold digger. Anyways, back to my example, the women who are self-driven right now, who think that when they get into their 30s and 40s, they'll finally be able to settle down, most people already say, well, the problem you'll have is most of the good guys or the good girls will be gone because the good guys and good girls will be picked up when they're younger. Those who actually were focused on settling down and not on just wilding out and having a good time are going to settle down. Well, that's one part of the problem. But the second part will be this new generation. See, the older men who are now getting into their 30s and 40s, who are now getting to that point of financial freedom that we continue to talk about. How men in their 30s and 40s start actually making real money. Well, they're not going to be attracted to what they were attracted to when they were in high school and college, which is the girl who's loose and free and having a good old time. They're going to be attracted to the young girl, this new girl who's actually going to want to be traditional, who actually wants to be a housewife. And that's what's going to make it hard for those women to find a man as well. Because see your age is already going to be problem number one. And honestly, I'm not really just talking to men. I mean, I'm not really just talking to women. I'm talking to men. Men are also going to have this problem. I wouldn't be surprised if You know, we are already slowly moving into this era where men, number one, care a lot more about their appearance. They care a lot more about socialization and their communication. We care more about money and making sure we have plenty of it. So I would not be surprised if the next generation is prettier, better at talking, and has more money than our generation which is going to make women of that time frame focus on that. In any case, the case will be this whole idea of you waiting until you're older because that's just the time that you feel comfortable with it. You're going to have a whole new ball game with a whole new comp. A whole new competitor you ain't even ready for. That's not even, I mean, this is a theory, but it's not even really a theory. This is observation of history repeating itself. My expectation is, you know, it's going to be real. And the other problem that's going to happen, that's going to even increase this problem, is the fact that our countries are becoming more unified, borders are becoming looser, immigration is becoming common, diversity between countries is becoming common, especially with the boom of technology and the internet and social media. The fact that people can meet from all different places around the world, which means that countries who are already traditionally based will become even more popular See, Passport Bros is just the beginning. This new thing that people going to see probably in the next 10, 20 years, nobody's even going to remember Passport Bros. Those women from those countries, right now, they're not really idolized. There are men here or there that like that those women are more traditional, that they're less socialized to Western culture. But when that becomes the popular thing, when that becomes the trend, and you'll know it, you'll know it cause you'll start seeing women dressing like they used to dress back in the day. See, we had it for five seconds. We ain't even had it really. When you start seeing, like, sock hops becoming a popular thing again. When you start seeing, you know, those uh, those dances where the girls ask the guys. When you start seeing girls dressing like they used to dress. 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. That's when you're going to know. Oh. Mm-hmm. It has begun. And when it becomes a popular trend, women who have already been socialized that way will become even more popular. So then it's going to be even harder for Western cultural women to compete with the new woman. And it's slowly happening already. Slowly. You can see all through social media, these little pockets of women who are like, what? Why don't we want to be traditional anymore? What? What are these new feminists saying? What? I'm happy raising my family. All I got to do is take care of the kids in the house. My husband does everything. It it's already slowly happening. So when it happens, I just want to go on record that I said it was going to happen. Now, I don't want to be an I told you so guy, so I can't lie. What I really want is for us to get to a level of balance. I want the pendulum to stop swinging back and forth. I want for people to see people as people instead of Picking who the best person you should be with based off of what car the person drives or if they have an Android or an iPhone or how tall or how short you are. All these ridiculous things that seem very trivial and artificial to me. That's what I would like. I would like for people to go back to how we were in elementary middle school. When you liked somebody for them, and that was it. Like, I think about that sometimes. It's funny how at one point in time, it was simply just, I think you're pretty. You think I'm handsome. I like you. You like me. Okay, now we're boyfriend and girlfriend. It wasn't, do your parents have enough money to buy you nice clothes? Are you the most popular person? You know, do I like your hairstyle might have been important. But, you know, all these other artificial things we create, like your job title. People are so crazy nowadays. Your job title matters more than how much money you make at your job. It's mind boggling. I just keep hoping we all get to a level of balance. I know it's different strokes for different folks. And I know that everybody should make their own decisions on what they want their life to be. But I just want it all to be balanced. It makes sense. All of this craziness is just... Whoosh. I'm telling you. When I saw that video today. Of that girl talking about I'm not obese. And then I saw a video of these girls rating men and women. And I'm like, wow, the world has changed. It's crazy out here. I don't even understand why we're here. Like, I know what happened. I read. I know how we got here. I just don't know why we all accepted it. I just don't know why people letting it ride because it seems just like, what? Like nobody's happy. I don't know why we're doing this. None none of us are happy. None of us are happy with this. I don't even know why we were pretending. All these people keep telling themselves they're happy. You got all these guys focused on money and artificialness. And the majority of guys that you observe and you watch, what do they do? They tell you about how they got all this money and all this clout and all this stuff and they got this big house and they got a couple cars and they got everything they could possibly want, but they don't have a girl. And then they tell you about how it's hard even for the guy who has you know all this money. Even for the guy who is an athlete or a celebrity, to find a decent person to be with that they feel like they can trust. You flip to the other side, women are traumatized to the extent that they don't trust nobody. So tired of all the ups and downs they've gone through in their past that they say, you know what? I'm gonna just focus on me and my career and nothing else. And then you find out that they're upset. That they don't got no kids. Or you find out that the women who have kids are upset because they still feel like something's missing because they don't have a person to share their life with. Or you see these videos about these older women who tell you that like the feminist movement lied to them. It, it, it told them all of these great things and now they've experienced it and they're upset you know the industrial enterprising woman who has climbed herself up the ranks and raised a couple kids on her own and now she has everything she wants and she's completely alone because her kids have grown up and moved out you know so you got these incel guys over here who can't Find anyone because they believe they're not popular enough. They're not cool enough. They don't got enough money. They don't got enough whatever. Then you got the guys who have it all and they still don't have what they want. You got the women who were fast and loose and they got to the point where they feel like they've been used. But then you got the women who've been chast and talking about they saving their till marriage and they frustrated because men keep choosing over them. Then you got the woman who's on this you know, new CEO life where she has sex with somebody if she want to and she travels all over the world. and She got a million pictures and a million stories and still talking about She's disappointed because she wished she could have somebody to share all of these moments with. When I hear all of these different things, I think the same thing every time. We are all upset and we are all miserable. Why aren't we doing anything about this? Why is everybody just letting this ride? I don't get it. But... Such is life